This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. We have been teaching on, uh, you know, the whole, the whole crux of this year has been faithful, fruitful, and fulfilled. And we are on our, we're still partly on our third principle of fulfillment. I mean, we're, we've been talking about fulfillment, that it's the will of God for you to be fulfilled in life. It is the will of God for you as a believer. Number one, let's go through the things real quick. It is the will of God for you to be faithful. It is the will of God for you to be fruitful. It is the will of God for you to be fulfilled. Somebody say amen. amen. There is no sense in me. Now, here's the bad thing about that. When we say God wants you faithful, when we say God wants you fruitful, when we say God wants you fulfilled, one of the bad things about that or one of the things that we don't tell you sometimes is that uh, in the midst of that, there will be challenges. Amen. Even though God promises to you, that doesn't mean have, uh, that it's going to be um, <laughs> like this. God promises to you, but that doesn't mean there's not going to be a faith fight. Are y'all listening to me? You know, he promises he promises you a lot of things. But a lot of times in the church, we get to a place where we think because God promised it and he did promise you that. It means that I'm not going to have a fight. No, that's not necessarily so. Amen. The enemy will do all he possibly can so that you don't receive the promise. Are y'all with me? Amen. And just because now, and I know you might not like this, just because somebody else didn't receive the promise, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to receive the promise. Somebody say amen. You know, uh, one of the things that I realized in when we're talking about faithful, fruitful and fulfilled is and getting to that place is that a lot of the time, a lot of times we didn't realize what God was going to ask for in the process. No, y'all didn't hear what I just said. A lot of the times we realize that God has promised us these things, but a lot of times we did not realize what God also would ask from us in the part of getting us to the process, I mean, getting us to the promise. And every promise, listen to pastor, every promise has a process. And it's a faith process that God gives you, the believer, to bring it to pass. Are y'all listening to me? It's a faith process. Now, listen to this. There may not, you may not like the process, some of the things that go on in the process, and a lot of people don't. But one of the things that you have to recognize and realize that God is using the process to get you to the place where you need to be. Amen. Amen. And today we have been talking or recently we have been talking about fulfillment, how God is using the process to get you fulfilled. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, understand this, that Jesus Christ died so that fulfillment would be yours. You cannot have. Listen to what I'm about to say to you. You cannot have fulfillment without Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me say it again. You cannot have. Let me let me come down. Can y'all mind if I come down with you? You cannot have fulfillment without Jesus Christ. It's no amount of money that you can obtain that can give you fulfillment without Jesus Christ. I asked a question this week because we're in uh, election season, which to me is like silly season. Amen. All right. 
And, uh, and hey, you know what? Y'all at liberty, I don't have to tell you, you're at liberty to boycott who you feel you want to boycott. <laughs> Just to put that out there, you know. And, and uh, I, I'm amazed how Christians have finally woke up in one area and then started to say no. And then you have shook you have literally, there's believers that have literally shook the core of this one company. You've changed the way they think. They're thinking different now because they didn't think your money mattered. Somebody say amen. And see, what, what you need to do is do that with everybody. Oh, y'all listen to me? And I guarantee you, they'll start listening. All right, money talks. Somebody say Amen. Stop saying you're a Christian, but only inside the walls. I'm not going to play today. I, I'm in a rare, rare mood. I really am. I'm in that, I'm in that foul mood of, of the enemy. I, I'm, I'm tired of what the enemy has said and done and portrayed as church and all that. Amen. Somebody say amen. Yeah, how many of y'all ever get in a foul mood? You know, and you just talk to the devil. I'm not mad at nobody. Somebody say he ain't mad at nobody. You know, it just, I mean, if anybody, you're just mad at what the enemy is doing in the lives of people. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Listen, y'all all right? Amen. But thank God the believers are waking up. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Man, they are shook right now because believers woke up. Amen. 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 Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Glory to God. Amen. Stupid is stupid, you know. I mean, when do we stop saying Okay, you know, when, it's just stupid. How can a man be a woman of a year? And he's only been playing a woman for three months. You've been playing a woman all your life. You've been having menstrual cramps and everything. He never had a menstrual cramp. How he know what that feel like? Come on, somebody that didn't have a menstrual cramp. Tell me, he don't know what it's like. Come on. Am I right, Vernal? You have a cramp. How many of y'all don't have one? How many you know, are you women? I mean, how many of y'all? Here's a real test. How many of y'all had a menstrual cramp? All right. I don't see no guys with their hands up. I don't care how many dresses and makeup you put on. You, when you have a cramp, holler at your boy. Come on, somebody. Am I right? Girls, am I right? He don't have a right to say he a a better woman than you. How he knows what your emotions are like. You've been with these all your life. He just gave him three months. He just going to watch you and think he know what a girl is. And then then, then they overcompensate. I don't see most women walk like these guys walk. Notice I said these guys. Now they want to go in the bathroom and peek and see what you're doing in there. And people say, yeah, it's all right, whatever you identify with. Well, if you identify with being a dog tomorrow, are you going to act like a dog? Whatever I identify. Okay, be a dog. Cack your leg up now. Dumb, you know. I, because I identify with being a dog, so I'll pee outside now. Somebody need to tell the truth, shame the devil. You would think you crazy. 
If you listen to society, you think you're crazy. Are y'all listening to me? Glory to God. God is an awesome God. Amen. Well, hey, is everybody all right? Amen. You come to my house. If I had two bathrooms and you came to my, I got, I got three, four bathrooms and you come to my house. Now it's for whoever get there first. But, but, but when, when you in public and now they're trying to push it in schools. Amen. Somebody's got to draw a line. Stop sitting on, stop just going to church, but be the church. Amen. All right. <laughs> I guess I'm the one that got to say what everybody else is thinking. Will somebody stand up and be the church? You know, I'm not I'm not here to build my own whatever. Maybe that's why I don't. Because when you don't have your own agenda, it's easy to say what God says. When you have your own agenda, it's kind of tough saying what. Amen. It's got good. So I was wondering this week, you know, we still talking about fulfillment. I ain't done. My wife tell you, I woke up, I woke up foul and she was like, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. And I said, no, I ain't holding up. She was like, wait a minute. I ain't, I ain't. (laughs) Bless her heart. She looked at me like, oh God, it ain't me. (laughs) Amen. But no, God is good. I just, it's just things that just, you, you just say enough. You know, I was just preaching, coming out of the bathroom, and I just kept going. Amen. She was like, who is he talking to? Oh, glory. It's got good. So I was wondering about fulfillment, and I said something about it's no amount of money that can fulfill you. And because I was wondering what, and I asked this question. Hold this, Chris, for a minute. I asked this question, and, and uh, you probably have thought it. I thought and I'm not voting for this one or telling you who to vote for. I tell you, I, I say it like this. I don't tell you who to vote for. I tell you what they stand for. And then you do the rest. If you want to do that, partake in that. Okay, praise the Lord. But I ask myself this question. What would make a billionaire want to be president? Are y'all living? You know what I'm saying? And I said, what, what, what would make him? Say, because in reality, think about it. He has, it, now we do say power, but he does have some type of power already. You know, I, you know where you go, wow, this cat is walking in something. I, I watched the documentary of just, I, I told my wife, uh, just about the plane, about his plane. And I was like, I was like, wow, that's awesome. Uh, you know, well, not awesome, but, uh, you know, something else that how he thinks on stuff. And I said, man, he 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 he's really believes in excellence on some things. And I, and then I said, wow, man, he he realizes that things walk on his time. And he realized that he could. He it, it tickled me how he strolled. He was supposed to be somewhere at one time. But he understood it, and he strolled in right before, and he right before it was time for him to be at a certain spot, and everybody else had to move around his time. So he knew he invoked power. Are y'all listening to me? 
No, no, follow me because that's where we're going today. But he knew he invoked some type of power. He knew he could move people. Are you with me? See, because I knew, you know, I, I could tell by the way he was doing things that he knew what he was doing. And he knew who he was. But see, there was something I looked at and I said, he's still not fulfilled. He's had all, he's had a ton of money. Come on, somebody. I looked at the plane and I said to myself, glory, glory. (laughs) Amen. And I said, man, that's nice. And you know what was awesome about when I watched the plane? I'm going to get to where we're going. Hold on. Was he, even the guy who worked for him believed in keeping it immaculate. He felt it was his duty that he said, boss don't lie. He said, he called him Mr. He said, he don't like smudges, and I don't like smudges. And I was like, man. And he said, he don't like scratches, and I don't like scratches. Are you with Wouldn't it be awesome if we felt that same way about God? That we didn't like what he didn't like, and we liked what God liked. But I found out something. Something's missing in his life. Out of all the conquest and all the things that he's achieved in his life, failed, got back up, succeeded again, failed, got back up, succeeded again. All the money that he has. Now watch this. And you thought money bought happiness. You thought money bought joy because that's why you keep chasing. Now, don't get me wrong. God wants us to be able to walk in financial prosperity. I believe that God wants us to prosper in order to establish, to help establish his covenant here in the earth. Don't get that twisted. Amen. But don't put your hope and your faith in money that the more money I have is going to make my life better. Are y'all listening to me? Amen. So you can have your life. Listen to pastor. Your life can be filled up with things, but it does not matter how many things you have. Unless you have God, there will be no fulfillment. Somebody say amen. You know, somebody said, well, he's running to try to help you because he wants to help folk out. He really wants. No, I think he's running because he's missing something. Somebody say amen. He's missing something, and he feels that this is the last thing he's missing, you know, because he wants total power. You see what I mean? Because, see, that's, that's what most men who have everything, they have to have a little bit more of is power. Somebody say amen. And so he wants total power. Amen. From where I sit. But I see that he's missing something. Are y'all listening to me? He's listening. He's really looking for fulfillment, not realizing. And he thinks that once he is that guy, that fulfillment will come. But fulfillment will still be misplaced and he'll still be searching for it after he gets in. Many people think that even when they when they achieve or receive the job or can I even be realistic with singles? When you marry the right person that you thought was the right person, you marry a turd and wonder why it stinks. And then you or her. I just in rare form. Just say it real. 
Isn't it amazing though? And I'm all right, Fred. People do that all the time. Why this thing? Amen. All right. Now watch this. But in single life, that's what we do. We'll marry somebody. But, and see, that's why a lot of marriages, can I be real with you? A lot of marriages don't work because you're married for the wrong reason. Can I be honest with you? Sometimes you marry because what you think that person can do for you. You know, because I, you know, yeah, I'm going to get me some benefits out of this. I'm marrying this girl because she can sing. You know, if I'm pastor, I'm marrying marrying you because you can sing and you might be able to teach a little bit. And so that means a lot for me. Why? Because that's going to help further me. And see, a lot of times that's what you look for. And so that's why a lot of marriages have issues because they look for that person to fulfill them when only God can. And see, once you get past now that you're married, you have to get past the place of thinking that this person is going to fulfill you. You know, one thing that I've realized, I got a lot of work to do. I, one thing that I realize is that I've sit and talk with a lot of men, and it's amazing how a lot of the times the men, they all talk about the same stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing, uh, G. It's amazing how a lot of the men all have the same issues. All marriages, you know. There was only, you know, we just did a, a fake survey. Remember that? We did a fake survey around here. Then we, Tamara, we did a fake survey. And we realized in our little fake survey, we had a fake survey at church. And we just played, played a little survey. We just kept asking every man that came through the door, how about you? You married? Let's ask you. And they, to, the, to the letter, they kept saying the same thing. We only had one or two that would say something different. And I said, that's, that's normal. But the normality was that there's a lot of people in that same stream. Are you with me? What I'm trying to tell you is, again, if you're looking for fil- fulfillment and different things other than God, you're going to have a problem. Amen. Frustration sets in when you look for somebody else to do what only God can do. I'm, I'm trying to save you some issue later on in life. Somebody say amen. So fulfillment is the will of God. Fulfillment, God wants you fulfilled. But you can chase, again, you can get all these things, accolades and everything else. But unless Jesus Christ is filling that void, you've, you've got it messed up. You've missed it. And, 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 and let, let's be realistic on something else that is really hitting the circuit again is that, let, let's be real, I am not here. Let, 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 let me tell you straight up truth. Um, I believe that Jesus Christ is the only way to God. That's it. It seems like there's a disruption. I am not concerned how I upset a Muslim when I say that. I'm not I'm not concerned about how I upset a Jehovah Witness when I say that. A Scientologist when I say that or whoever you are. The only way that God is through Jesus Christ. There is not many roads. You're looking for fulfillment through other gods who cannot fulfill or fill. I like to say this, who cannot fill the order. Are y'all listening to Buddha can't fill this order. 
You can sit on your knees and hum all day long. It ain't doing nothing for you. Somebody say amen. All right. Meditating yoga, meditating don't do it for you. Only Jesus Christ. Somebody need to tell you only Jesus is the way. There is no other way. Uh, I, if there's another way, we'd have missed it. <laughs> you got to hook your train to what the word of God says. He's, Jesus is lying or he's the biggest liar or all of us. You, you know, we done fell for the biggest. Come on, somebody. And I don't believe that we have a fraud. He the only one said I died for you. He the only one said, I'll die for you. Matter of fact, I died for you so that you could have life. Somebody say amen. Stop being afraid to tell people this. Stop trying to keep Jesus to yourself. The greatest job that you should be doing is discipling. The most problem that we have in life is when we're just converting folk, not discipling them. <laughs> you go home and read that later on. Glory to God. Somebody say amen. amen. So once again, only God, everybody say this, only God, only God. can do what? Fulfill my life. Yes. Amen. Only God, somebody say only God, only God. Can, fulfill my life. can fulfill my life. Amen. Yes. That's why I don't, have a, I don't have to have all the money in the world to be fulfilled in life. That's why I don't have to have the biggest house to be fulfilled in life. The best call to be fulfilled in life because fulfillment comes through Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Come on, man. Amen. Did y'all get that? Glory to God. All right. There were three principles that we were talking about that God uses. Now, we've got about eight principles that we're using. We stuck on the third one. Amen. And we've been teaching on the third one. And today, hopefully we'll get into number four, but maybe we won't. Somebody say amen. All right. First principle was destiny. Remember that the first principle was destiny. Destiny is the track, the track for my life that uh, is established by God. Now, notice God establishes my destiny. I don't establish my own destiny. When I know my destiny, watch this. When I know my destiny, it becomes easy to get through that third point. What we're going to talk about is test. When I understand where I'm supposed to be, when you understand, understand this is what I'm supposed to be doing. All you do is continually work towards what you're supposed to be doing. When I knew this was my destiny, listen to me. When I knew this was my destiny to be here, when I knew this, it was my destiny to be teaching. I, it didn't matter what I was doing at the time. I knew I was going to end up at the place that he desired. Somebody say amen. So no matter how many sodas I threw. Come on, somebody. No matter how many times I pushed them up the ramp, I knew I wasn't going to be doing sodas forever. Somebody say amen. I knew there was a day coming that God had already ordained for me to be somewhere else doing this thing the way that he desired for me to do it. Somebody say amen. But I never tried to get ahead of my destiny. I allow God to do it. Because if God does it, what God, what, you've heard it before, what door God opens, no man can close. Somebody say amen. Stop trying to figure this. Listen, listen. Stop trying to figure it out on your own. Stop trying. See, frustration comes in when you emotionally try to figure this thing out and then you don't have a plan. 
I ain't, I can't figure this out. I ain't that smart. Oh, no. See, see, that's what you got to tell yourself. I can't figure it out. He's smarter than I am. Are y'all with me? Amen. Hey, look, look, listen, look, look. Oh, I got to get to the point, but I want to show you when you're walking in the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you forfeited the right to call the shots. Are y'all listening to me? You know, when you walk in the Lordship of Jesus Christ, you forfeited the right to call the shots. You now have no, you have no race. You have no dog in the race. So stop trying and stop, stop being frustrated. Okay, all right, that's all right. So destiny, destiny. All right, second, second word we talked about was uh, principle was pur- purpose. Purpose. Purpose is the base reason for all. Now, I'm just reviewing quickly. The base reason, now I'll give you a little bit of stuff there before, but the base reason for all that I do in the earth. The, the reason I do, the reason why people jump off bridges, the reason why people do crazy things is because they don't understand their purpose. Are you with me? When you understand your purpose, it's easy to get in there and to do that. Can I say something else? This is strong, when, especially when God gives you your Okay, well, I'll go on. When God gives you your purpose, it gives you definition in life. It helps you understand, okay, now I know what I'm supposed to do. Now I know why everything that, that I went through up to this point was to get me here. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Test means something. Every test that you go through in life, and we're going to talk about those moments, every moment that you have in life is designed to get you somewhere. It's, de- it's designed to refine something in you, whether you wanted to see it or not. It was designed to do something. Amen. Are you with me? And you have to make up your mind when you don't make that moment. You got to do something with the next one Amen. because you will be given another opportunity. Are y'all listening to me? Amen. Tests are designed to get you to grow. I'm on that already, but I I just want you to understand that it is designed to get me somewhere, not to kill me. God ain't in the in the business to try to kill you. He's trying to get out all that he possibly can through you. Oh, y'all listen to me. The devil wants to kill you. Jesus said, I came that you might have and that more. So he's telling you right away, I want you to have life. Somebody say amen. Fulfillment, say it again with me, fulfillment, fulfillment. Can, only can only be attained, be attained through Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 You can, you, not your gifting, fulfillment comes through God, your relationship with God. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. All right, y'all getting anything? <laughs> Write this down. Glory to God. Whenever I surrender my will, my mind, my beliefs to, to whenever I surrender my will, my mind, my beliefs to will to determine who you are. I said that wrong again. <laughs> That's why I said it wrong. When I, whenever I surrender my will and my mind and my beliefs it will, there we go, determine who I am. 
whenever I so whoever and I should have said whoever I surrender my will to my will, my mind and my beliefs will in turn determine who I am. Who did I just surrender to? Somebody say amen. amen. Whoever I surrender to, that's who's going to determine where I'm going in life. That's going to determine what I run at in life. That's why, you know, we run at all different things. Somebody say amen. But I have to make up my mind. What am I running after? Somebody say amen. All right. Let's keep, keep going. All right. So we're at that place with purpose. We said with purpose, write this down quickly. I'm going to go. If you don't, if you already have it, good. All right. Write this down. There's fivefold reason. And God gave this, give they gave that to us in the book of Genesis. You know, when it's according to my purpose, the first thing is, is to represent. And you've heard this before. Not new. It is to represent God in the earth. It is the will of God for me to represent him. Somebody say amen. amen. Hunt your neighbor. Say it is, it is. the will of God. For me to represent God. Amen. I'm a representation of God. Amen. And I said that before. When you call the church, you don't say it's you. You say it's abundant life. When you call that company you work for. Listen, when you call that company you work for, you don't say it's it's Bill. It's Billy. No, you say who the company is. Are you with me there? Unless you have a different line. But then they already know you part of the company. (laughs) All right. Secondly. All right. This is a letter. uh, This goes right along with representing God in the earth or uh, my purpose. My purpose is to fellowship with God. I I don't fellowship with God just on Sunday and Wednesday. That's what's wrong with the church now. We only fellowship with God on Sunday and Wednesday. God wants direct fellowship all the time. 24, 7, 365. Somebody say amen. amen. That's fellowship. You know, the more you fellowship with God, the less trouble you get in. I found the trouble I have in life is when I get outside of God. Somebody say amen. Thirdly, we said this to, is to be an expression of his lordship. And we already said when we're an expression of God's lordship, we have already forfeited the right to make any calls in my life. God has the right now. And see, and a lot of times we don't like to play dead anymore. Somebody say amen. Let's keep going. All right. And number five, we suppose on number four, we're supposed to take care of the things of God. The church should be the partaker. Somebody say amen. All right. The church should be the partaker. I mean, we, the church, should take care of the things of God. We should broad over the word of God. Like the spirit of God brought it over. And as he broads over us now, that, that word should be incubating. Uh, did I say it correctly? In our hearts and in our lives. Amen. And just continually stay there until it comes out, until it becomes everything that God said. Does that make sense? All right. Taking care of the things of God. Being a good steward. Now watch this. This is going to come back to you. Being a good steward over what God has given me. Nothing. Can I say something? And then, you know, I'm a little ahead of myself. Nothing that you have is of your own. No, no. Listen to me again. Nothing that you have is of of your own. Nothing that you have. You did by your own ability. Everything you have. God gave that to you. Whether you want to fess up to it or not. God gave it to you. 
The money that you have, God gave it to you. And see, one of the ways that we disrespect God is being a unjust steward towards the stuff he's given us. And you wondering why you can't get more because you're not a good steward over what you already have. Now, I'm being real with you. You've got to be a good steward over what you got. One of the things that I hate from a child is you give a child a gift and they're not a good steward over that toy. That means you got too much. Amen. Are y'all with me? Glory to God.